Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, looking for this special Friday podcast. Why is it special? Because every single day is special. Every single podcast is special. That's the way I view it, and I hope you view it too. I hope that you wake up on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and if if you just have 30 minutes where you're like, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to what Jeff has to say about the Steelers this week or this day, then I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job because I feel like if I can keep your attention during these dog days of the offseason. Now, granted, we have some big things coming up, meaning free agency is basically in the second wave. The NFL draft is right on the horizon. There are some big things coming up, and I know that has a lot of people's attention. But otherwise, if you're listening to me every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you're part of the Ride or Die crew, you are a diehard fan. I thank you for it. I hope you're listening to all of our podcasts, not just mine. Wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, follow, subscribe, do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. Like uh, Dave Schofield, other co-editor of Behind the Steel Curtain, his stat geek on Thursday morning was great. Make sure you take some time to listen to that. Talks a lot about the offensive line rankings, things like that. The live mic, which was Tuesday, talking about how a lot of the rumor mill stuff surrounding the Steelers actually does come true. And he dives into that. And then obviously all of our afternoon shows and weekend shows, if you're a diehard fan, you won't you won't regret it. I guarantee if you like podcasts too, you know? So uh, I do have to say BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Make sure that that is your, you know, go-to website. I'm not naive enough to think that anyone out there 
well, it could be my own parents that they only check behind the steel curtain.com. No, I understand you go to other sites. I just hope ours is first. I hope we're the first stop. I hope that when news breaks, you're coming to our site to communicate with the community, to be a part of that community, to comment on articles, to give your thoughts and opinions, to enjoy the really vibrant community of behind the steel curtain.com. So if you haven't been there, please go check it out. You won't regret it. Now, let's get this show off. I, I really was kind of excited about this, and there's a lot of people um, in the second segment, I'm going to dive into some numbers that kind of stemmed this whole idea for this podcast. But for the most part, I was thinking about all the decisions that have been made, all the moves that have been made by the Steelers. And I kept on thinking, are the Steelers still a Super Bowl contender in 2021? Are they still a Super Bowl contender? This was not an easy answer for me. This was not an easy answer for me. I I had to think long and hard about this, trying to figure out exactly which direction they're headed. Have I been impressed enough with the moves that have already been made? And I know that this is not exactly a finished product. What I mean by that is that we know that there are still things coming up. There are still moves to be made. There's still NFL draft picks to be had. There's going to be eight this season. We're going to talk about that today as well. And do are they still contenders? Because just last year, there were people that had them as their Super Bowl pick. And I, there was a time where it looked like they were every bit that type of team. Things fell apart. We know how that played out. We don't need to rehash that. No one needs to relive that. But still, I think that they are a Super Bowl contender in 2021. Yes, I am an optimistic fan. Yes, I am someone that sees the glasses half full. Yes, I often look at the world, especially the sports world, the football world, the NFL landscape, with my black and gold glasses on. Yes, those are all facts, okay? And maybe this is a case of Jeff being a little bit too optimistic. I don't know. But I know that last year, when the Steelers had watched the Baltimore Ravens win the AFC North in back-to-back years... I was the one, and I, I this is not like some giant declaration, but I was the one that put my money where my mouth was, bet my buddy, who's a huge Ravens fan, season ticket holder. I said, I bet you the Steelers win the division. He laughed at me, and then his brother said, I'll get in on that action. I said, good, I'll take both of your monies. The Steelers will win the division. Guess what happened? I just had that feeling, and I kind of have a feeling now And this was not always the case. I have to be completely honest with you all out there. If there's one thing I want to do with this podcast is that I want to be honest. I don't want, I I want you all to know that I'm not just like putting on a show. It is a show. It is a podcast. I just don't want you all thinking that what I'm saying is just kind of what you want me to say. I'm saying what I feel and what I think and what I honestly believe. And in this case, I honestly believe that the Steelers are Super Bowl contenders in 2021. So why is that? Why is that? Why are the Steelers Super Bowl contenders? That's the question now. I'm going to give you reasons why. I'm going to give you a lot of reasons why I think the Steelers can be Super Bowl contenders. It's not going to be easy. I don't want you to confuse me thinking they're contenders with, wow, this is going to be a cakewalk. That's not the case at all. Wait till the second segment. I'll dive into that big time. But let's start off. Let's get to this. Let's get started. I'm going to start with Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger. They are, outside of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, the best quarterback-coach duo in NFL history that's still currently active. Uh, Yeah, you have a lot of 
you have a lot of really good quarterback, uh, you know, you think about Peyton Manning and Tony Dungy. They had some very good success together. You go back to Don Shula and Dan Marino. Uh, you can go back to Bart Starr and Vince Lombardi. Uh, you can go to Terry Bradshaw and Chuck Knoll. There's been a lot of great duos, and I know I'm leaving several out, so my apologies. But still, when it comes to active coaches and, and quarterbacks, this is one of the best duos they've won a lot of football games together and they definitely know how to find a way to win in this upcoming season the Steelers are going to be dealt with a very difficult hand in terms of the schedule um we're not really sure what the 17 game schedule is really going to look like in terms of bye weeks and things like that but I trust Mike Tomlin who's never had a losing season everyone wants to poo-poo that stat everyone wants to say oh that's no it's really that big of a deal yes i think that is a big deal i really do you have never lost more games than you've won he's had a couple eight and eight seasons but he's never had a seven and nine or worse never bill cowher couldn't say that you want to talk about some of the other coaches in the league that are considered the best in the business they can't say that this is a tremendous statistic and ben roethlisberger's a winner we know that so tomlin and ben they're back we know this that's number one that's why i think they're still a contender the window is still open. Number two, did I just say Ben Roethlisberger? Because I do mean Ben Roethlisberger is a large reason why I think the Steelers are still a Super Bowl contender. I know it ended poorly. I know the last memory that we have of Roethlisberger was the interception riddled game against the Cleveland Browns, the waning moments of every, you know, the, the season coming to a really dull finish with Roethlisberger not playing that well, the team in general not playing that well. But I believe that as long as number seven is in the lineup, the Super Bowl window is still open. If you have a future Hall of Fame quarterback, that means that you are going to be able to contend every single game. I don't think that Ben Roethlisberger, he's going to have those stinkers. He's had those stinkers his entire career. You just pray that they don't happen in the playoffs, which happened last year. But I think that Roethlisberger is more than capable of getting the job done. He proved he can play last season. He has a full offseason. I've talked about this a lot. A full offseason to really get his elbow right. I can't stress that enough. Last year, he was coming off the surgery. He's going through some rigorous rehabilitation with his throwing arm. That doesn't mean that he's really ready to able to get the rest of his body right. This year, it's different. He's not coming off surgery. This should be a different year for him. He should be able to come in with a full offseason, looking good, looking strong. The arm should be in better shape. I think that's going to be noteworthy. I will say this as a side note. If the Steelers want to win a Super Bowl with Roethlisberger or maybe let him ride off into the sunset, they need to follow the same pattern that... Peyton Manning did with the Broncos. They need to have a running game. You have to be balanced. You can't expect Roethlisberger to go out there and throw it 40-plus times every single week. It's just not going to work out for you. We know this. Just not going to work out. Let's go to number three. The defense. The defense. We talk about Roethlisberger. We talk about Tomlin. We can't talk, can't talk about the defense. The defense. You're talking about TJ Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick, Devin Bush, Tyson Alualu. Welcome back, by the way. Cam Hayward, Stefan Tua, Joe Hayden. I could keep going here, people. This is a really good defense, and even without Bud Dupree, even without Mike Hilton, they are still a, and Steven Nelson, throw him in there, still a really good defense. This defense, I just said with Roethlisberger, he's going to make you competitive. You're going to be in almost every game. The defense is the same exact thing. They're that good. They're going to be able to keep you in every single game, every game. I just don't see this team, 
if the offense doesn't turn the ball over, I just don't see this defense being a defense that people are just going to be able to just move the ball at will. I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. So this defense is a large reason why I think that they are still going to be contenders in 2021. How about the playmakers on offense? I understand that you know some of these players have had some issues, some mental lapses maybe on or off the field, but still you cannot say that they do not have playmakers on offense, especially in the pass-catching category. You're talking Deontay Johnson, who, by the way, at the end of the season looked like he kind of got over the dropsies, we'll put it that way. Eric Ebron, he's the same, same type of guy where he had his issues catching the football, but he seemed to calm it down by the end of the season. Juju Smith-Schuster's back for one more year. Chase Claypool, he could be even more dynamic in year two, and that's hard to believe, but Chase Claypool was outstanding. He was outstanding in his rookie season. Just imagine what the second season is going to be. And I'm going to put someone else in here. I'm going to put someone else in this category of playmaker because I think in their second season, they could be dynamic and they could be really what the offense needs from the running back position. And that's Anthony McFarland. A lot of people are down on him. Oh, he, he didn't play well last season. He's just not the type of running back that the Steelers want or need. He is the scat back that if they can get him in space, I feel like the game, hopefully, hopefully, I feel like the game is going to slow down for him a little bit. I feel like the, the, the he just seemed like his mind was moving so fast whenever he got the football. It almost felt like his feet were moving faster than his brain could keep up with. And, it, he had a couple opportunities. I think he's going to cash in. He has a history with Matt Canada. Keep that in mind. I'm going to put McFarland in that category with playmakers. Let's go to the next one. I just Spock talked about him. Matt Canada's offense. No more Featner, no more Randy Land, whatever you wanted to call it. The Steelers' offense under Randy Featner was bland. It was vanilla. It was Ben Roethlisberger's show. This can't look like that. There's no way it's going to look like that. And I say that with confidence because you hear the comments made by Art Rooney II after the season, and they moved quickly to not bring back Randy Feeder. In other words, he was fired. They moved quickly to say, we're not bringing him back. When they bring Matt Canada in, they have to make it very clear, we want you to run your offense. Your offense. Not Ben Roethlisberger's offense, not Mike Tomlin's offense, your offense. We want you to bring your offense, bring those college concepts that have really become commonplace in the National Football League, bring them to Pittsburgh. We got to bring your style here. That's why we're promoting you from quarterbacks coach to offensive coordinator. We need you to bring this offense here. And that's what he is going to have to do. I never once, and I again, I say it with confidence, I don't think this offense is going to look anything like what it did last year. If it does, Ben Roethlisberger is literally just doing things on his own on the field, and that could happen. That absolutely could happen. In the no-huddle situation, a four-minute situation, Matt Canada might be trying to send in calls, and Ben could be saying, screw you, man, I'm running it this way. That could happen. I wouldn't be shocked. But at the same time, the fundamental concepts of the offense – the preparation, the planning, all of that stuff should be fresh, should be new, and should really help this team and this offense be more prolific, more dynamic, and more effective in 2021. Next, the additions to the team. The additions, and I'm going to include the players that they retained. So you talk about Cam Sutton, Zach Banner, 
Juju Smith-Schuster, Chris Wormley, Miles Killebrew, Joe Haig, B.J. Finney, Cassius Marsh. You're talking about Ray-Ray McLeod, Marcus Allen, J.C. Hasnar, Robert Spillane, uh, Tyson Alualu, obviously. All these players that they were able to get or keep, and I know I, I missed a couple, I'm sure. That means that I just, I, I've said this on Wednesday in my podcast, and I'm going to say it again. The additions and the moves that they've made have given them a flexibility and freedom as the 2021 NFL draft approaches that the Steelers haven't had in recent seasons. Even going back to last season, you kind of felt like the Steelers were looking at a couple positions that they could possibly target in the draft, and they were just going to take the best player available at that position. Now, you knew that receiver was going to be one of those options. You knew that other positions were possibly being tossed around. This year, I don't feel that way. This year, I feel like the Steelers are actually going to be able to go in and say, we're taking the best player available at that time. And let's get to the last part here. The NFL draft. The last reason why I think that the Steelers are contenders in 2021 is because this NFL draft class is not just extremely deep at several very key positions for the Steelers, think like offensive tackle, but it's also a class that, you know, this group in terms of scouts, in terms of coaches, in terms of front office representatives, if they could duplicate 2020, the 2020 NFL draft class, and what I mean by that is last year, remember the Steelers didn't have a first-round pick. that They traded that to Miami for Minka Fitzpatrick. But out of six draft picks, they only had six picks. The last time they had that few of picks, they actually had five in 2003 when they traded up to get Troy Polamalu. They had never had that few draft picks until 2020 when they had six. They got three starters out of that draft. Out of six picks, and these are not early picks. We're talking second round and on. They got three starters, Chase Claypool, Alex Highsmith, and Kevin Dotson. If you throw in, like I mentioned, Anthony McFarland earlier, if you were to say that if he just turns into a contributor as a third down back or a change of pace back and he stays in Pittsburgh and he's productive and he turns into maybe a Moweldy Moore type of player, then that's that's tremendous. That draft class is ridiculous when it comes to how effective they were with drafting their players. So the Steelers have eight picks this season. If they can do the same number, get three starters, three starter-worthy players in this draft, then you're setting yourself up for success in one way or another. Either you're going to get players that can step in on day one and play, or you're getting starter-capable depth that are waiting their turn, and then if not this season, next season, they'll be able to take the torch and run with it. This NFL draft is going to be huge for the Pittsburgh Steelers. With the salary cap going in the wrong way, you have to think... And, and Art Rooney has said this as well, that they're going to try to address the running game in in the NFL draft. That's a challenge. But if they can hit on just give me three, <laughs> give me two or three, I'll even lower it to two. Give me two or three starters in this upcoming draft class out of eight picks, and I think that the Steelers will be well on their way. So let's bring this all the way back to the start. Are the Steelers still Super Bowl contenders? I say yes for all the reasons. Let's recap. Because Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger are still together. I think that's very valuable, and I think it's very important. Ben Roethlisberger is back, and he's back for one more season. I feel like he'll be completely invested. I think that he'll be someone that 
is ready to play. I think he's someone that's ready to prove that last season, the way that it ended was an aberration. The defense, need I say anything else? This defense is still going to be really, really good. They have playmakers on offense. The Matt Canada offensive system, the additions that they've made and what that can, how that can impact the upcoming draft in that NFL draft class itself. It's important. It's key. But I trust the Steelers are going to be able to hit a few of those out of the ballpark, maybe their first and second round picks, and that would really be helpful with keeping this window, this Super Bowl window. Ben Roethlisberger, we're assuming it's his last year. Maybe it's not, but we're assuming it is. If it's Ben Roethlisberger's last year, then we are saying that this might be the last window of opportunity. I think it's still open. I think it's still open. The Super Bowl window is still open for the Steelers in 2021. That's because... I honestly do believe that. I honestly do believe that. But it's not going to be easy. Not going to be easy at all when we come back after this break. I'm going to tell you about that. I'm also going to give you a really fun heart-to-heart. Stay tuned. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of this Friday Let's Ride podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Thank you for joining me. I hope you remember my ride or die crew. If you're not sure what that is, and I mention it from time to time, it's basically a collective group of individuals that always listen to my shows. They follow me on Twitter, you can too, at jhartman underscore pit, and we just we communicate often. People will comment, they'll ask questions, I'll answer them. Um, it's a really nice little community. I say little because it is a little community, and we just throw out the hashtag Ride or Die Crew all the time. It's a great group. It's a great group. You love for you to be a part of that. If you don't follow me, follow me on Twitter. Send me some questions for the mailbag on Wednesday. You can uh, tweet at me all the time. I have people that ask me like daily questions. That's fine. I'm not saying my answer is gospel, but at the same time, I will always, always respond. So let's talk about the Steelers and the challenges that they have in 2021. Because I just got done waxing poetic for the last 18 minutes or so on how the Steelers are a team that I think is still a contender. Still a contender. A lot of people, and I'm sure that many of you listening to this podcast are probably shaking your head saying, oh, Jeff, I, I'd, love to ha- I'd love to share your optimism with you, but I just can't. I get it. I get it. I'm the only one in my family like this, by the way. My dad, my brother, uh, my cousins, they are not the eternal optimists with the Steelers. They're the ones that are always biting their nails, waiting for the other shoe to drop. They're waiting for the collapse. They're, they're waiting for that game where they just completely fall apart. That's not me. That's not my makeup. That's not how I was built. So for me, I'm an optimist. But here's where it gets interesting. So at SB Nation which BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is a part of SB Nation. SB Nation has a, a very specific deal with DraftKings. DraftKings has paid SB Nation a lot of money 
to have a complete section on the SB Nation platform about DraftKings and odds and stuff like that. It really is a cool site. If you're someone that likes odds, over-under, stuff like that, they have NFL content right now that you can go out and check out. And so that's where this got started. Got an email from the guy who runs the SB Nation DraftKings page, and he said, check out the the win-loss totals. We just posted them. Take a look, see what you think. Obviously, I'm curious as to what the win, the over-under win-loss total is for the Steelers in 2021. I was shocked. It's eight and a half. Eight and a half. So the question that you have to ask yourself right now, wherever you are, eight and a half, would they be over or would they be under? Eight and a half. Now think about that a little bit. Went and did a little other digging on top of this. So I, I looked at eight and a half and I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to answer whether I think we're, the, the Steelers are going to be over or under. If you pay attention, if you pay close attention to my podcast, I gave a bold prediction. I think last Friday, you should know where I'm going to go with this, but still stay tuned. I'll tell you. So I was thinking, thinking about the schedule, you know, the Steelers and the AFC North are paired up with the NFC West for the 17th game. The Seattle Seahawks will be coming to Pittsburgh the AFC North is paired up with the AFC West and the NFC North, so that means they're playing teams like uh, Las Vegas. They're playing uh, C. Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry, Kansas City. They're playing Denver. They're playing Green Bay. They're playing Detroit, Minnesota. Uh, all those teams, Chicago. Those are the teams they're playing. That's a pretty tough stretch. And I remember seeing that there were some places that had the Steelers as the most difficult schedule. So there was actually some really good information on this DraftKings website that I want to read to you about the strength of schedule. They say this, quote, The Steelers have the second worst schedule after having one of the easier schedules last season. They better hope that Ben Roethlisberger's arm has found an extra gear in his old age. So they, they, they looked at the Houston Texans actually had the most difficult. But they went from one of the easiest schedules last year to one of the most difficult. Why? They won the division. So now they have a first-place schedule. They have to play the Tennessee Titans, who won the AFC South. They have to play the Buffalo Bills because they won the AFC East. They go on. The Steelers have the toughest schedule, though, based on last year. So the previous comment about the second-worst schedule was a little bit different. They, they didn't necessarily look solely at strength of schedule from 2020, win-loss percentage from 2020. They, they have this other formula they're using. And so they say, quote, the Steelers have the toughest schedule based on last year, and that pretty much coincides with their strength of schedule using these other methods, playing the Browns and Ravens twice while adding the Bills, Packers, Chiefs, Vikings, Chargers, Seahawks, and Titans is going to give you a tough strength of schedule no matter how you cut it. Here are the top five teams in terms of 2021 NFL strength of schedule. Pittsburgh is number one. Baltimore is number two. Chicago is number three. Green Bay is number four. And Minnesota is number five. Now, again, you might be thinking, well, Jeff, you just said they had the second strongest. That was a formula that actually put into play of What's going on within the team, too? So I said Houston had the most difficult stretch. It's probably because it doesn't look like Deshaun Watson's going to be available to them at all. 
Maybe. Like, we don't know what's going to happen with him off the field. So they look at Ben Roethlisberger coming back, and the team has missed. You know, it, it just seemed like the way that the season ended, it seemed like they were on the way out, not the way in. Now when they look at the actual numbers, when they look at the strength of schedule and using other methods, that's where they have the most difficult schedule in the National Football League. And a few years ago they had a tough schedule, but this reminds me of – and you all are going to chuckle and laugh probably, but if you're like me, this will remind you of 2008-2009. Yes, the year they won Super Bowl 43. If you go back to that year and you look at the schedule, that was a ridiculous schedule as well. That was when the whole saying, you know, Mike Tomlin, I, I remember where Larry, uh, James Ferrier, Larry Foote was next to him. They're standing in the uh, the hallway. They're the, we're getting ready to be announced, and Tomlin's talking to him. James Ferrier's yelling, "It's a five star matchup because we in it." And that's something that Mike Tomlin talked about all the time. You know, when they had hosted the Dallas Cowboys, that was the game where Tony Romo threw the pick six to Deshae Townsend. Heath Miller had that great touchdown reception. They came from behind to win that game. Just some really, really awesome games in that season. But it was a really tough stretch. The question that you have to ask yourself is how would this play into the the, the overall theme of this podcast being, are they still a Super Bowl contender? Can you say, even with all the stuff that I talked about in the first segment, can you honestly say that they're still a contender when they have such a tough schedule? I am still a believer that this team plays up to their competition, not down. Yeah, I know that the the playoffs didn't end well. I know that's not the way anyone wanted to see the season end. But when you look at the way the Steelers typically play in a regular year, I would not call 2020 a regular year by any stretch of the imagination. They typically do play up to their competition. And so if they have the toughest schedule in the NFL, and barring them being just ravished by injuries, I say bring it on. And I guarantee the Steelers will say bring it on. So let's go back to the win total. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Now, again, if you listened last, I think it was last Friday, my bold prediction was I think the Steelers are going to win double-digit games next year. I really do believe that. I strongly believe that. I still believe that. I think the Steelers are going to win 10. I think they're going to go 10-6. and six. It's, That can change, obviously, when I look at the actual schedule itself. But I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be a good team next year. I think that 10 wins is not out of the realm of possibility. Let's finish this show as we always do on Friday with a little heart-to-heart. So this kind of coincides with a couple things. First and foremost... Uh, today, Thursday, when I'm recording this, these is Major League Baseball's opening day. And Major League Baseball's opening day is always a special day for me. Uh, for those who follow me on Twitter, you know that I, I do still love baseball. There's a lot of people, even those that grew up playing the game, that love the game as, as kids, that have kind of gotten away from it. And, and to an extent, I've kind of gotten away from it as well. Uh, not living in the area, I don't get to watch the Pirates play too much. I'm not a person that'll sit down and just watch a random baseball game but if the pirates were on more i would watch them obviously the pirates did win their season opener against the uh chicago cubs at wrigley field five to three kudos to them raise the jolly roger but i put a tweet out there that there's something about opening day that just it's kind of it's really hopeful it's really hopeful it's a situation where you feel like the the seasons are changing and you just feel like it's uh, the, the boys of summer are back and Next thing you know, you got that smell of leather, and I still do play. Uh, I'd play adult league softball because I still just love to play the game, even if it's in a slow pitch softball setting. I just love to be around it. 
you get the sweat rings on your hat. My gosh, like there's something about it. It's just so hopeful. And that's kind of the theme here for this heart to heart. Hope is a powerful thing, folks. And if you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, Steelers are screwed. They're done. Like this is going to be awful. This year is going to stink. If you don't have any hope right now, if you don't have any hope, I'm talking you have no hope. You think this is just a wash. Just cancel the season right now. My gosh, what a depressing and sad life that must be. Because right now, every single NFL team is 0-0. Zero and zero. And you looked at the MLB, MLB opening day, every single team is hopeful. Some people were more hopeful for a championship. The Pirates might be hopeful to just see some young players develop and show that they're on the right path, they're on the right track. Regardless, this is something that hope, hope is such a powerful thing. We all should be hopeful for the Pittsburgh Steelers moving forward even if it's just for this year, be hopeful for this year. Because I say it every year, I'll say it multiple times before the season starts. Once it starts, it goes by like that. I mean, it is so fast. And you think about the draft. Once the draft's done, you'll have off-season workouts. Once the off-season workouts are done, you'll have like a month and a half in the summer where you're kind of nothing. And then all of a sudden, guess what? Guess what? We're back at training camp, and then this whole thing's going, and then the season just flies by. Have some hope. Be hopeful for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2021 because they might just go out and surprise you. And if they don't, that's fine. But just don't write off this season before it ever starts. All right. With that said, I hope you had a great week. I thank you for joining me. Hopefully you listen to all of my podcasts this week and all of our podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts, or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe or follow. And whatever you got to do so that you don't miss a thing, make sure BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Have a great weekend. I hope you have some great plans. I will see you back here on Monday to talk about all things Steelers. Have a happy Easter if that's something that you believe in and you celebrate. In the meantime, you know how we finish it out here, folks. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend. Go Steelers. See you on Monday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.